Ahoy! Welcome to the CJB Sports Show podcast. It's a quick one today. Kelly Moore on his way to Florida. Talk to Kyle Walters about their mini camp going on this week. As well, curling, experimenting with a no-tick zone. Late in games, they're banning the Weagle. Well, let's go over well the implications. We'll get into that on the Sports Show Podcast. Back to the Bombers. Minicamp begins tomorrow in Florida, and our Kelly Moore is there. He'll be doing his morning sports from Florida tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. Joining me on the sports show the next two days, providing all kinds of content for us here at CJOB. But before he hopped on a plane, he talked to Bombers GM Kyle Walters about what to expect from this camp. The CBA sort of thrown a loop into what we can and can't do. Uh, we'd have run this prior years in, in Winnipeg with the same objective. Now it's down in Florida. Uh, all rookies, there'll be no veterans there. Uh, we'll have about 40 men on the field running around competing for about 20 jobs uh, coming to, for the opportunity to come to training camp. So it's, uh, you know, it's the, it's the scouting end's chance to see the guys that we've been working on for a couple of years uh, making sure that the guys we saw are, are still looking, uh, look like they did when we scouted them, uh, that they can get through a couple days of intense work and they're fit. Our trainer will be down there giving them the once over, uh, making sure that these guys are in shape. Cause you know, when we come back from Florida, you're, you're, you're looking at two weeks till training camp. It's, it's that it's coming up that quick. Are there any players in particular, Kyle, you mentioned that, you know, you've been working on some of these guys for a couple of years. Are there any players in particular, and I don't know if you can name them by name, but just guys that you finally say, oh, we're, we're finally going to have a chance to, to get a look at them? Because you never know if they've been on an NFL yeah, practice, you know, and then, et cetera. Yeah, yeah it, it's tough because everybody, you know, we, we think everybody. The, the reason guys are on the neg list and the, and the reason we put all the time and energy into scouting these guys is because we think they have a chance to come up. So it's, you know, it, it's, it's exciting for us to actually get to see all the hard work come onto the field. And you just, you know, there'll always they'll, they'll be a surprise with maybe a guy that's just come out of college that we don't know much about him that jumps out as just, just I, I guarantee you there'll be a little disappointment from, oh, man, he just, there's something about this guy that clearly, you know, hasn't, hasn't kept himself in shape, hasn't, hasn't, doesn't look like the guy we thought. And as that's the, you know, that's why we do this, to ensure that uh, there, there is some competition um, you know, receivers, receivers, it's mostly skill guys, receivers, DBs, uh, some running backs and some linebackers, just to make sure that, that we get the best guys coming to training camp to compete. Is that normally what you would have at these uh, uh, free agent camps, Kyle, would be top-heavy with the DBs and the wide receivers, or is that more of a positional uh, type of scenario for this particular year? No, it's very common when the scouts are on the road do, running these free agent camps, um, across the u.s it, it, the skill position guys are the ones that show up that you know the the old linemen i mean because it's more of a testing thing no equipment so it's very difficult uh for the o-line defensive linemen particularly the interior guys uh to be able to show much so we we can get enough on those guys from the from the height weight end of things and and seeing them recently it's it, it's the skill position guys are the ones that you want to make sure are still you know, at top end speed are fit um, and and can come in and compete and survive. That that's another big one. Survive a couple of days of of, of physical intensity down in Florida, 
because uh, training camp's a grind. And, and as I said, Al will put him through a fitness test. Our trainer, Al Couture, will put him through a fitness test, uh, document any potential concerns with guys that, that he just doesn't think um, can't. If they're struggling through through a couple of two-a-days, then, then the likelihood of them surviving a, you know, a two-week-long training camp is, is going gonna, is gonna to be tough. You've talked about you know the uh, the physical capacity. Obviously, there's the mental capacity involved with this as well. Uh, but what can a guy do, Kyle, in the basically three workouts and I guess some uh, video time and classroom time? What can a guy do to stand out to to force you and the coaching staff to say we absolutely have to bring this guy to Winnipeg for May fifteenth? Yeah, it's it's you know the the mental end of things less as much. I mean, I mean Richie and Paul are going to be down there. Um, doing some systems type work, but but more importantly, this is to make sure you know the height, weight, speed that we see some raw athleticism and the guys can make plays and that they're fit. Um, you know, we'll have rookie camp for three or four days where all the coaching staff before the veterans arrive for them to get into the playbooks. But you know, what guys can do is just go out and and, and make plays. You know, you want to see receivers making great catches. Um, you want to see DBs making breaks on the ball. Just, just you're looking for overall athleticism and playmaking ability from those two positions. And, and you know, honestly, from the, the the running backs as well, will be more. You know, it's hard to evaluate running backs, linebackers, because a lot of that is without pads. You want to see guys fill fill the fill the gaps and how the how the how the uh, running backs run the inside zone. But it's more it's more an overall evaluation of their athleticism and and again you want guys with good attitudes you want guys you know taking reps you know it's very important for, for our head coach and our organization to have guys that that are going to fit in so you know we do watch who's you know who who's for lack of a better term a good guy and and um taking reps and seems to just love football are there any aaf guys that uh, fell through the cracks because of what happened to that league that are going to you're going to get an opportunity out, and they're going to get an opportunity with you. Yeah, that you know, with the whole boy, it, it it didn't clear up until just recently where we were allowed to get those guys. So when when the when that league folded, we we, we certainly got a bunch of them on on the neg list because those are prime guys that you want to you want to be you know they they're in football shape. These, these guys more so than anybody have have played football. We got a real good idea what they can do. So um, we just had to clear up whether we were allowed to bring them. Winnipeg Blue Bombers general manager Kyle Walters with Kelly Moore. Today was a quick free agent camp, by the way. The players pay 100 bucks cash. They get to bring their own stuff, their own workout attire, and they have to bring their own water, too. And uh, more than 40 players on the field, just a handful really likely to earn invitations to the mini camp. But guys like Brandon Alexander, Javon Santos Knox came out of this camp in the past, so you never know. Uh, by the way, it's supposed to be 29 degrees each day. Kelly Moore's there, so that's not too bad, eh? The Champions Cup happening in Saskatoon starting today and running through Sunday. You had to win a Grand Slam event to get into this tournament. And they're trying out a new rule. It only applies in the eighth end and extra ends only. So late in games, it's called the no tick zone. Because so often when a team wants to come back, they throw some guards up and Lisa Weagle, Ben Hebert, a lot of these front ends just tick it over because you're not allowed to hit a guard out of play, but you're allowed to move it over as long as it doesn't hit the bumper. 
And a lot of players are getting really good at that. So in the hopes of maybe creating more comeback scenarios, the grandson of curling says any rocks that are touching the center line in the free guard zone cannot be moved by the opposing team until the sixth rock of the end. So that's after the five rock rule runs out. Rocks that are touching the center line may not be moved. If a team violates the rule, it's the non-offending team's decision to put the rock back or leave it where it is. The rule is a modification of the five rock rule where teams cannot remove guards from play until the sixth rock of the end. Teams have been able to work around it, though, by ticking guards to the side, thus keeping them in play, but basically rendering them useless. So they tried the no-tick zone in the uh, Elite 10 the last couple seasons, though it was used in all ends and not just the eighth and extra. And the five rock rule has been tested before. If it's just on the center line, though, I mean, that's that's a very specific area. A lot of guards aren't on the center line. It might be just off center. Or they want a slight corner guard. Well, those are going to stay. I would like to see a scenario where, yeah, you, you give teams a chance to come back. I don't think this is it. I'm not sure what it is. But Curling's got a lot of conversations going on right now. Make all matches Eight ends. That's one of them that's not going to get traction quite yet. Equal pay. I think that's got to be up on the top of their list. And Brad Gushu said that it is. Why are men making way more than women at the national events? Briar and Scotty's side. Don't know. They're going to figure that out. I think it's a matter of time. They will figure that out. They also want to know why they can't wear sponsors on all their jerseys. The cresting. When they play something like the Briar where the sponsors are very specific. A lot of questions, but good on the Grand Slam of Curling for trying something, experimenting. I just don't think that this is going to really help a whole lot. Check out the CJOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. with Christian O'Mell and the Sports Show Podcast. Not available on iTunes, not available on Google Podcasts, not available anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Yes. Yes.